3: Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Today's show is pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it y'all is. y'all don't know, y'all better <laughs> Who bucks, bucks, mm-hmm. oh, could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh yeah! Listening to me. Mm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. yeah!
0: Oh yeah! Me? yeah! 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 Turn them out, turn around. Come on, Steve. Come on.
4: Do your thing, big daddy. Uh-huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show, man on man. Almost forgot I had one this morning, but I'm okay. I'll tell you where I am in a little bit. You know, I, I get around. Man, it's so much. But, man, good morning, everybody. Um, uh, you know, today I w- I was having a, a conversation with my wife last night, and we were talking about um our plans. You know, we often sit down. You know, just like a married couple. I mean, you know, you know, we're married. You know, we have children. We have aspirations. We have hopes. We, we I mean, we have things we want, you know, when you're married, you know, I mean, it's important to sit with your partner. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. It's common sense, really. It's important to sit down with the person that you've chosen and decided to share your life with and and have multiple conversations on a lot of things. And we try to make sure that all of our conversations aren't always just business related and always kid related, you know, because that, that, that becomes it's a part of it but it it, it weighs so much on the marriage that because that that's the grunt work of being married you know your children your family your bills your your mortgage your your car notes you know the what's due what's coming up and if you're not careful you'll you'll start that becomes the focal point of you all's conversation And this woman or man or person that you've decided to have this life with, all of a sudden, they're an extension of your business. And you guys become business partners or whatever. And and, and, and it just gets so Anyway, I'm just saying that that it's important to sit down and have these conversations. But it's even more important to have the other conversations. You know, it's, it's important with the person that you're planning on making the run with to sit down and talk about other things, you know, on on a more upbeat note. You know, uh, we were having a conversation and she was reminding me of what she loved about me. And then I, in turn, was turning around telling her the things that I admired about her and loved about her. And we kind of have these all the time, you know, where we sit down and we talk about the things that we still enjoy about one another. Or we may talk about some of the things that we miss in one another. But we constantly have these conversations about appreciation. You know, it's so important, man, that the other person feels appreciated. So these things are important. But we got into the conversation deeper last night. And I was telling her about this idea that I had. And that I wanted her to help me with and and make a phone call for me because she knows these people. And I was going to be doing this. And then my wife reminded me of something. Now, once again, you know, as always, you know, when I'm talking to you, I just keep it as real as I can. I don't know the Bible inside out. I, I can't quote to you scriptures and tell you exactly where it is. I just, you know, I heard her say it, but it kind of blew by me. I was, I was telling her about something I wanted to make happen and she reminded me that there's a scripture somewhere and somebody emailed it to me today, I'm sure well the bible reminds us not to be anxious for anything don't be anxious for something and you know it it really mattered to me at that point yesterday that she brought this to my attention because how many times i've been guilty of that in my past and i've learned better now but every now and then i need to be reminded you know and um i think what that what what she was saying to me was you know I've gotten to a point in my life, and and we all should get to a point where, you know, you've heard old people say this. If you're going to pray about something, then don't worry about it. And if you're going to worry about it, don't pray about it. Back to this. Be anxious for nothing. Don't, if you're going to trust in God, then do that. And trusting in him means sometimes you got to be patient. God has never been too late. You don't know the plan he has. You don't know. You don't really always know his will. You definitely don't know his route, his way of doing anything. So he's always on time. He's always been there on time for me. He's always been there on time for you. How many times have you thought it was over only to find out it's really just begun? How many times have people wrote you off? There are those of you who have lost jobs, but you are still maintaining. But man, God has already began the turnaround process for many of us. Some of us lost jobs and now have better jobs. Some of us lost jobs and now has forced us to rekindle that dream and that vision for business we had It's sometimes the mishap is the thing you need to make something good happen see a lot of times we get so comfortable in our life where we just um we get complacent we we just settle in and when this is it and this is what I'm doing but in actuality God has a tremendous amount of abundance for you he has an amazing amount of things he has all these boxes packaged up with your name on them that he's willing to ship if you would just align yourself with some of his will so you could get some of these things how many times have you thought it was over and it didn't really go over how many times have you thought, have well, this is it, and it wasn't it at all? Well, how many times have you thought, well, it don't look like this gonna work out, and it didn't work out, but then something better came along? How many times has that happened? You've, you've got to realize this, man. I was talking to a family who had got displaced from the Katrina uh, thing that happened down there in New Orleans, and, man, I, uh, when they said, yeah, we got a displace from Katrina, and I braced myself because, oh, woe is me. Here comes this story. I got to hear this, and I got to be encouraged and think of something. It was totally different. They totally, totally blew me away. Man, the brother said, man, it's actually the best thing that ever happened to my family. And I went, whoa. And he said, yeah, man. He said, because what happened was, he said, I got settled in. He said, plus, I was doing some things outside of my marriage down there. He said, I was doing some stuff in the streets I ain't need to be doing. He said, man, it all got washed away. We thought our life would never be the same. But he said, man, my life ain't need to be the same. He said, man, now we live up here in Texas. We got a house. Don't know nobody. He said, I ain't got nobody I know to get into trouble with. He said, man, I done rediscovered my wife, how beautiful she really is, how much my family really was counting on me. And he said, man, it straightened me up, man. He said, so I got to tell you, Steve, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Now, that's not always the case, but it's how you look at a situation. But just don't be anxious for anything because God got a fix for you if you just let him work. So just stay on course stay focused. Don't lose faith. Don't be anxious, man. Just, just stay in the wheel.
5: Let God work with you. He got some great stuff in store for
4: you.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
5: You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, it is here. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is upon us. Energy, attitude, gratitude, latitude, altitude. It's all positive right now. You've got to wake up and understand that, man. When you wake up, it's a sure sign from God that he ain't through with you yet. I am living my life in expectation of what could that be now, Lord? Woo! What else you got? (gasps) Man, even if it comes wrapped up in a package of pain, I know when I take the bow off of it and I get rid of all that paper and throw it in the trash and open that box, there's something in there for me. In order to get to something, you got to go through something. So whatever the through is, bring it on so I can get to the thing that's in the box. That's what I'm trying to get to, and I'm fired up about mine today. So come on, Lord, you woke me up. You're gonna give me the strength and the wisdom and the understanding to deal with it. And here I am. I'm ready to go. This is Steve Harvey Morning Show. That right there is a blessing. You know how I mean? long, how long we've been able to say that? Steve Harvey Morning Show. You better yeah. shut up, Shirley Strawberry, Carly Farrell, Mouth of the South Jr., nephew Tommy. What man? What? <laughs> what? Uh,
0: what? Wait a minute. What today. Up this morning, Steve. What, what man? T-
2: uh, on fire, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> lit. Yeah, <laughs>
0: lit.
3: <Come
4: on>.
7: lit. <laughs> Cooking with grease, lituation. Flying, <laughs> flying with grease. Man,
4: <laughs> <laughs> talking about What's on your mind, a- Junior?
2: Man, uh, c- come on, man. Even with the pain, you said, "Let me go through it so I can get to the box." It don't even matter what's gonna happen to you. You just want to get through it. It matters not.
4: How straight the gate. How charged with punishment the scroll. Mm-hmm. I am the yeah. master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. <laughs> what? I thank whatever God may be for my unconquerable soul. Boy, <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> Man, what you say, Tommy?
7: <laughs> In, In the, the fail. Of...
4: <laughs> give me the give me the church music. Uh-oh. <laughs> Deacon, work with me. I feel a time. Charming. to go to
5: work. Wait
2: a minute.
4: Black as the pit from pole to pole.
7: That's right.
4: Come on, Deacon. I thank whatever God may be.
7: Uh-huh. for For my unconquerable soul. Hmm.
4: In the fair clutch of circumstance.
7: Uh-huh. I, I, I have not winced, nor cried aloud.
4: Under the bludgeonings of chance,
2: my head is bloody, but unbowed.
4: I said beyond uh-huh. this place of wrath and tears,
7: looms but the horror of the shade.
6: And yet <laughs> the
4: menace of the years and she'll and she'll find and shall find me, me Deacon.
6: Yes, sir.
4: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All yeah. oh, the cues and the noops is preaching this morning. <laughs> <laughs> because we have both been in the fail clutch of
5: circumstance. Okay. Oh, glory to God. Alright, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, the nephew and run that prank back right after this. You're
6: listening to the Steve Harvey morning show.
5: Alright, it is time now for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev?
7: This is no huh? hair weaves. All natural today. When you come up in this office, I want natural. <laughs> Shirley Carla Monica, when you come up in this office, I want natural.
5: No, what not to talk up? to a
8: black woman about her hair. <laughs> no hair weaves. Let's go, cat dog.
9: Hello. Uh,
8: hello. I'm trying to reach Risa, please. Reese. Risa... This is she. Hi, Risa. My name is Byron. Byron from the job. How are you?
9: I'm okay. How are
8: you, Byron? I'm good. Listen, I hate to call you uh, after hours at your home, but there has been some uh, new issues that will be going into effect as of tomorrow morning, and we're calling everyone, letting them know the new changes that have been um, issued that will take effect first thing tomorrow morning. So we're giving everyone a call, so don't be alarmed. It's just... uh, Give me a call letting you know what the uh, what the higher-ups have changed, okay? Okay,
9: there's no problem. I've got a few minutes to listen.
8: Okay. As of tomorrow, what's going to happen is when you guys come in, you'll be issued a new key card, and that particular card will actually uh, registers when you come in and go out, okay? Okay. All right. Second one is there will no longer be any personal Internet at the job any longer. You won't be able. They're actually putting a block on all computers. All the computers will no longer be able to go to... A lot of these sites that you guys go to, that you've been um, that's been available here in the past. Okay. Okay. All right. The last one is, uh, Risa. Do you um, do you wear a hair weave? What? Do you wear a hair weave or a wig? Yes. Okay. Well, here's one thing, uh, and hopefully you can get this changed by tomorrow. There's no weaves or hair or, or wigs going to be allowed. Uh, at the job site from this point on. So as of tomorrow morning, everyone must be wearing their natural hair.
9: You're joking. Uh,
8: No, these are the uh, issues that are going to be, that are instated, and these are going to take effect as of tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock.
9: What does hair weave have to do with any of these changes? The first two I can understand, punching in and being on the Internet, yes, that's something that that corporate, but hair weave and wigs. You're getting into changing people's appearance, or
8: they're looking down upon it. Uh, Wigs and hair weaves—they have to go. So I'm assuming that if you, like you said, you do have one, I suggest uh, for me that you start taking it down now and prepare your hair to be natural as you come into work tomorrow.
9: I'm not taking my hair down. I've been here seven years and I've dealt with all the changes that y'all have made. But there's no way that i'm taking my hair weave down i'm sorry what's your name byron
8: uh yes my name is byron and um i'm sorry right, let's get back to your weave this has you're gonna to have to do something is there someone that you can call tonight to help you get your hair down and so you can look presentable with your natural hair tomorrow
9: no my weave cost over two three hundred dollars and i'm not about to take that down i mean it takes a long time to take that down
8: okay um uh, I mean, is this something maybe you can take it down and just wear it on the weekends? Because as of now, you're not going to be allowed to actually wear it uh, on the property.
9: And how will you know if someone has a weave or not? Are you going to do head checks or something? There's some...
8: Uh, okay, I'm, ma'am, I'm not quite sure what they're going to do to check it, but by you telling me that you you have a weave, then I have to write it down that you have... Confirm that you do, and we got to make sure that tomorrow morning you're not wearing one.
9: But you don't know what my natural hair looks like from my weave. You heard how much I pay for it, so it's a good weave.
8: Ma'am, it's not about how good, you know, the quality of your weave or anything. They don't want it. They want natural hair. I don't know what that means, but natural they're going green they're going natural I don't know what it is they're going natural and so are you tomorrow morning you need to come in with your hair completely down
9: I won't do it I'm not taking my weave down.
8: okay then what is that y'all gonna write me up or something okay ma'am do you not want your job
9: yeah I want my job but this don't make no sense you talking about personal appearance I can understand y'all have a dress code and enforcing a dress code that's one thing but telling somebody to change (laughs) their hair? you lost your mind man you're crazy
8: Ma'am, I'm not good. I have other people that I have to call. Bottom line is, get your hair down and get your butt into work tomorrow and let's not go back and forth anymore, okay?
9: Well listen, Byron, you're a lost mind if you thinking I'm taking my weave out. I'm not taking out at all. Risa is coming up in there with her hair. And I'm gonna sit down at my desk and do my job. Y'all gonna have to drag me out there behind some weed. You're know, lost your mind. You and your powers that be or whoever they may be. You tell them that I said that.
8: Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, listen, are you telling me that you're coming in regardless with your hair on? you
9: right. That's what I just said. Okay, you okay. Are, you, are, you, are you, are you,
8: then, then we need to, why don't you go ahead and bring some boxes in because you may as well pack your stuff.
9: I'm not, you bring the
8: Ma'am, I don't want to have to pack you, get your stuff and box it up and you're losing your job because you can't take your you know what?
9: You can do that because I'm going to call the, the news station and tell them you dragging me out of the behind some weeds. Who wrong? You wrong. You wrong. You stupid behind some weeds.
8: You, you need to watch your language, young lady.
9: Why I need to watch my language? I'm at home. You call me on my own home phone on my time. I'm at my house. I'm not on your clock. I say what I want to say on my
8: phone. Okay. Can I say what I want on my phone and then I'll let you go and you can come in to, to work any way you want to tomorrow.
9: What is it, Bob? And what else you got to say?
8: I want to tell you that your girlfriend, Jennifer, at your job got me to prank phone call you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
9: What the <laughs> he just said? <laughs> <laughs> I know you
8: is, Hey, Reese, this is this is Nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Jennifer, your co-worker got me to prank Ooh, phone call you. Call got you got my blood
9: pressure up. I'm going to kill that <laughs> Tomorrow and I'm going to pull her weave out. You, you want to come down there and watch me drag her out of the job? I'm mad. She wrong for this shit. You know I got high blood pressure. You can't be doing that to me behind my weave. I pay too much money. That's my no money I be spent on my kids.
8: Oh, ain't nothing like a black woman in her hair. oh man okay baby i got one more thing to ask you girl what is the baddest and i mean the baddest radio show in the land
9: well after this prank (laughs) it has to be the steve harvey morning show God!
5: (laughs) (laughs) all right nephew uh (laughs) leave that woman's hair alone that's right Coming up next, Ask the CLO with Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building, ready for your love questions right after this.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
5: Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, have you seen the viral video of the deceased rapper? Um, His body was on stage at a nightclub, his dead body, for his public viewing and memorial service. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Talk
2: about
8: it.
5: (laughs) But right now, yeah, it's time to ask the CLO, the chief love officer, Steve Harvey. Here we go. Missy in Colorado. I'm dating outside of my race for the first time and everything was going great until we had sex and his kinky talk turned me off. He asked if there's chocolate in those mountains referring to my breasts. Should I take it as a joke or educate him? Mm.
4: Well, uh, I didn't say that. But well, you, you, you ain't white though.
2: It's your chocolate you in know. those mountains?
4: Chocolate. It's a lot of stuff we say they can't say. You know, is it food <laughs> in their kitchen? You know, you, you can't. Some things they can't say. You know, you know how black is the berry. You know Ooh. it's just some stuff i'm just telling you i can't help you lady i don't know what to tell you <laughs> uh i have no experience with outside the race dating i don't see nothing wrong with it of course love is love you find it wherever you find it mm-hmm. if i found it outside the race i'd do it myself i just have focused strictly on my race because i was <laughs> have <you> now scared <laughs> of my mother because my mother said if they can't use our cone don't bring them home and so Therefore, I had no option. I couldn't come in the house with nobody else. Neither could my brothers. Now my cousin Sydney did it, and she changed the baby on the dining room table. And ain't been back over to the house since. So that's been my experience with interracial dating.
5: So I
4: really can't help you. Next question, Shirley.
0: Back (laughs) to no moving at all.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Dorota and. And Evanston says, I've been married for less than 30 days and my husband has moved in and he's making my 17-year-old want to go live with his father. My husband gave my son a set bedtime and a 9 p.m. curfew. How do I intervene and fix their relationship? Well,
4: ask your husband. Well, tell your husband that your son has not signed up for the military as of yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Uh, in Crazy. the bed at seven, curfew by nine. How old is Did she say how old the boy
5: 17 was? Years 17 years old, uh, 17.
4: Boy, man, you tripping, dog. No, you tripping, No, You tripping. 17 <laughs> really? no, year old finna be in a curfew at nine o'clock. He a boy,
5: yeah. He really tripping,
0: yeah.
4: Yeah, but man, you've you... been
5: married 30 days, less but than 30 man, days. No, nah, you can't <laughs> come in here with that cool. one, come, bro.
4: Yeah. bro. That's not a good was... rule. He's 17. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah. In, a minute, daddy.
4: Dog, <laughs> in a minute, dog, in a minute he body. can go to war. Yeah. What, what are you, you can't, can't treat mm-hmm. this boy like this. Man, come on, dog. You do unreal.
5: So what does she do? She wants to know how to, how do I intervene and fix their relationship?
4: Well, you got to intervene. You, you got to sit your husband down. That's where you start. Mm-hmm. We're not doing that. I don't want to lose my son. Okay. And I'm I didn't probably. marry you. This wasn't a trade-off, him or you. I wanted both. But I'm not going to lose my son.
5: Over this foolishness. Not boy, over some ignorant-ass yeah. curfew
4: rule, 79. Uh,
5: All right. Yeah. yeah. All right, Princey in Delaware. We're moving on. Princey uh, says, my mom keeps my girlfriend's baby so she can go out. At night, while I'm working, all my mother asks is that she pick the baby up by midnight. But my girlfriend is always late. I told my girlfriend to stop disrespecting my mom, and she, a mama's boy, am I wrong for taking my mother's side?
4: She called you a what?
5: A mama's boy.
4: No, that ain't no mama's boy. You can You disrespecting my mama. She said before midnight, you late. Quit. I tell. Ta- quit keeping the baby.
5: Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's That's, that's all we got to do. The the answer: take Mm -hmm. your
4: baby somewhere else. I'm not watching Mm -hmm. this baby. I got to go to bed.
5: Yeah. No, that's all. And midnight is late.
4: (laughs) Man, ain't nobody finna be opening up the door for you at midnight. Mm -hmm. Been here dead sleep. Ding dong, ding dong.
5: What? Waking up the baby, all of that.
4: Oh, you can ask my son how that go. Sleep in that car. I've done it. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I can't tell you how many times they even had to pull up in that garage and just let that door down.
2: Uh,
4: I know they said, this is where it is. I know they was talking in that car. <laughs> I'm not coming down. Dad, you up? Uh-uh, click. <laughs> uh uh-uh, <click.
5: laughs> But you're up <laughs> enough to answer the phone right. and say yeah. no.
4: <laughs> I heard the garage door open. I knew it was there. <laughs> I told them 230 Y'all roll mm-hmm. in, it's four. Okay, cool. I'm not coming downstairs, though. Sleep mm-hmm. in the car. You'll be all right. Next question, Shirley.
5: All right, we're moving mm-hmm. on to Marion Hampton, who writes, My best friend and I have been a dynamic duo for 20 years. We're both married with kids, but we still talk daily. A few days ago, she FaceTimed me from a hotel told me that she was with a co-worker, and she asked me to cover for her. I did it, but I told her I'd only do it once. Now, how could she be angry with me?
4: Because mm. y'all supposed to be ride or die, but y'all never put that into the ride or die handbook that y'all got. Mm-hmm. Uh,
5: Cheating. Yeah. Yeah, it's in our Cheating handbook. Cheating and lying.
4: You know, it's <laughs> our yeah, handbook is ride or die, all the way out, ride mm-hmm. the lie. Mm-hmm. Ride or die, all the way out with the lie is the motto. And so y'all obviously don't have that type of relationship. and Yeah, she's angry, but, you know, you don't. I also say you are not beholding to bad behavior. You don't have to condone it or be a part of it. Sometimes when you make your bed, you have to lay in it. Don't ask. See, you can't, you can't mess up your sheets and stuff and expect me to come over every day and, and, and put that fitted sheet back on there and make your bed. You gotta do that yourself. You do not have to condone bad behavior. Nobody does. Nobody does.
5: But our best is if she a did. friend of
4: mine rob a bank and the police come to my house
5: mm-hmm.
4: looking for the guy who robbed the bank, mm-hmm. first word out of my mouth is. He upstairs in the attic behind the
5: water heater.
4: <laughs> <You're not laughs> yeah. Exactly, an accessory. Hey, first, first, well, I I I would be an accessory if I didn't tell you, right? But once the FBI come in that door, the they ain't coming that in song. that door. Yeah, hoping he in that. They got man. some information. So yeah, first man. words out of my mouth is he's upstairs in the <laughs> attic behind the you water snitch. heater call it what? what you want to call it, but what uh-huh. I'm not fitting to get the aiding and abetting <laughs> uh, uh, c- conspiracy. A you, you
0: call know. it freedom, harboring yeah. criminal. Yeah, harboring. All, all
4: that sound like time Order to me. That. You break you yes. hard <laughs> yes. like that. No.
0: Yes.
4: You know, I've been at work. You done <laughs> bought your ass over right. this bag of money that, you, that clearly ain't yours. All this blue ink (laughs) all over your face and stuff. Well, I'm not fit to be a part of this here.
5: I hear you. All right. Thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
5: There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter,
1: the smartest way to hire.
5: A deceased rapper's body was propped up in D.C.'s Bliss nightclub for a public viewing on Sunday. It was very reminiscent of a weekend at Bernie's. We all remember that movie, but it was in a nightclub setting. Uh, trending video showed the body of 24-year-old murdered rapper uh gunu whose real name is uh markel morrow appearing to be standing upright on a stage for a public viewing and memorial service the body was decked out in a designer hoodie a blinged out rolex and a gold crown was on his head Gnu was murdered by an unknown assailant in District Heights, Maryland, on March 18th, and the memorial service was named the last show. There was a $40 cover charge to get in. Bliss's nightclub's management issued a statement uh, containing an apology and some background information on the event. They said our deepest condolences to Gnu's um, friends and his fans contacted by a local funeral home to rent out our venue for GUNU's homecoming celebration. Bliss was never made aware of what would transpire. We sincerely apologize to all those who may be upset or offended. Please keep GUNU's family and friends in your prayers at this difficult time. Respectfully, Bliss, D.C.
4: Well, he, he said most stuff respectfully keep him in prayers than I saw on online.
5: Mm -hmm.
4: I I, I just found it unbelievable. It was truly unbelievable to see that. It was
5: disturbing. It really was. You know, uh,
4: do you know what you got to do to prop a body up like that? Where it stands straight up? Yeah. You know what I mean? The steel rods you got to put in this back of this outfit. Man, Mm -hmm. look, first of all, where is this boy's mama and daddy? But I really want to know where his grandmama at. Cause I I promise you,
7: she wouldn't have signed off on this, boy. Mm-mm. Ain't no way, boy.
4: Ain't nobody, grandmama. You know she got a little nickname for him. So who gonna put Google where? Boy, you not fitting. A, you, I, I just can't see it. And then you know I was yeah. looking at the video. I'm gonna let y'all talk, but I was looking at the video, and I saw mm-hmm. some people dancing. But then I saw the looks on a couple of them dudes' faces that was in hoodies. Uh-huh. They look distraught. Like yeah. damn man. Like they got my dude up. He dead.
5: Yeah, something about this just isn't right. Uh, um, that's that's their mind. It was just I'm sure yeah, it was very yeah. disturbing. Very much.
7: I so. love doing stand-up. I love doing plays. I love doing movies. When I leave here, put me in that casket. Don't prop my ass nowhere. And now one of them arenas, I want to be in the casket, on the way out. Hey, man, you know what was disturbing to me? Some of the
4: comments. If you all understood our history, this is how we used to do it as Africans. So quit tripping. You a damn liar. That boy wasn't propped up because of what we used to do in Africa. You no good in hell well.
2: You ain't even been.
4: Your dumb ass ain't read no history book about no burials and all this. Y'all kill me with all that that sudden information. The internet, man, is a trap for fools. If you Mm. don't have your head on right and you listen to the foolishness that be on some of these comments, you be going, Mm. wait a minute, does somebody think like that? But as soon as somebody think like that, here comes some, some agreeing. And I just go, wow. That was really shocking to see that boy propped up like a... When a it guy first crazy. sent it to me, I didn't know what it was. I thought it was... I just thought it was a... a
5: yeah, you know like how you... Like
2: concert. Yeah. No, I, I know what it was. You
4: know, yeah, it you
5: didn't up really up. know that he was dead. I yeah, mean, I see, I see it was it. Well, yeah. just... With these yeah. shoes and these skinny
4: jeans on, this wristwatch yeah. on. The crown on his head, but holding
5: the phone, it looked like he yeah, had a phone. it was just too, way, it was too, way, way too, way too much. Way so after
7: this over, they carry you the body back out of there, and then what? We're gonna.
5: I don't man. know, Tommy. I just, but
4: all I, of
2: you this, know what, what I and said, I was scared when I saw that.
7: I mean, you know, and
4: sad to say, the young man passed away because he was shot.
5: Absolutely. Oh, that's
3: minute, really. Oh, that's another issue. Yeah. Oh,
5: yeah. The the. It's called R.I.P. for a reason. Rest in peace,
0: peace. Yeah,
5: that didn't rest. That wasn't peace. Rest, Rest. Rest lay down. Mm. Yeah, rest, stretch out. Rest.
3: (laughs) That was was too much for me. Mm -hmm.
5: It was yeah. So the club and and weekend at Bernie's, the movie. What was? Oh, I was
3: on Ashley Shirley. So the club is saying they didn't know. So they didn't know what was they were going to he was they didn't Do know he was going to be there they the didn't know he was going to be there right 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 just, they were
5: contacted by a funeral home and yeah to use the
4: facility i got that i can the understand the home going
0: celebration or because or whatever, you know
4: because of covid i will tell you a lot of funerals are backed up it's hard to get mm-hmm. places in church and then this boy might not have been a church going ain't really a lot of churches available you know, because they got to mm-hmm. save it for their memberships and all this here. That's how bad it's been lately. Because I know ministers who say, you know, they backed up two, three weeks on funerals. Oh my God. I've, I've lost two friends of mine, two mm-hmm. frat mm-hmm. brothers, over the past uh, three months, and both of them were out of the ground for a considerable amount of time before they were able to be laid to rest properly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I can friend. understand them renting out a club
5: or something, you know. Like and that a forty dollar cover charge to get in? Yeah, what was that? I don't know.
4: I... Playing music that, just... that, that that wasn't a church song they were saying. No, what was the song they was playing though?
3: I, I didn't even have the volume up. I just
5: when I saw. Oh, the I had video, the volume. I believe it. I couldn't... Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know what the song was. no Ooh, y'all gonna lay did... my ass
7: down? Y'all not gonna do me like
5: this? Babe. Yeah, boy. Yeah, exactly. You... Tommy, I'm going to make <laughs> a
7: show. I'm going to
4: make a show, man. I'm going to use, I'm going to get you right. There. I'm going to put you in a, a 13 size, 13 shoebox. It'd be but pretty shut cool. up. All
5: right, we got to go on that note. Coming it's up box. at 20 minutes after the hour, court is in session <laughs> with Judge Steve Harvey. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so the the big show happened last night, Carla. How about last night's Judge Steve episode? It was on ABC and her. You know, this is my show, Judge yes, Steve. Yes,
0: yes. Okay, it, so the
1: first
3: you. case <laughs> was uh-huh. the friends. The guy was on the scooter and his friend pushed him and he broke his oh, leg. Yeah. It's oh, 16, yeah. <laughs> and 16 yeah. pieces, but his lifelong dream was to ride. In the ambulance and his friend wouldn't call it. It was on his bucket list and he yeah. told him to go to the hospital in an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> but call the guy worked in <laughs> no, no, And the guy worked in medical billing to his friend that he was suing. <laughs> so basically his friend was like, you know, I'm gonna help you out. We're gonna get through this. So basically, cause he worked in medical billing, he didn't want him to have to pay for all this. But okay. Okay. So that's why he sued his friend because he felt like he kind of pushed him. The judge said he pushed him. Your yeah. Honor, oh, sitting right out. here on no, this morning no. show. <laughs> I where well he, push, he pushed him. Hey, man, because yeah. I was looking at
4: the way he was looking at him, And I told him, I said, dog, you lying. You not good in the hell Because that's what we do. We riding <laughs> behind. He crossed the street. He going real slow.
0: Mm, he mm, shoved
4: him. Now, he said, he said he bumped up into him. No, yeah. dog. <laughs> You pushed his ass. the hell are you talking about? You bumped up into him. <laughs> I know good in hell where well you pushed his ass because he was going too slow across the street.
3: Yes. Mm-mm. So this poor man broke his leg. So anyway, the judge ruled that the friend had to pay him half of his medical bills because the friend uh-huh. felt like he shouldn't have to pay. So that was the judge. That's the way he saw it. Judge. You All pushed right, judge him. D. Your punk D. ass
7: pushed him. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say it like that? <laughs>
3: No, <laughs> he said he pushed him. He did on his radio show. That. He did. Yeah. He okay, so then in the second case, these two, mm-hmm. these two women, they decided to have lipo together.
1: Okay. So one
3: friend loaned the other friend some money to help her pay for all that. So she didn't. She took her time paying her back. So Steve broke that down. You remember that Steve, the surgical sisters? Yeah. Broke that <laughs> on, so that down. So
4: a lot of cases.
3: A lot of cases. All right, and then the final case was the wife sued the husband because she could not cook Miss Shirley Strawberry. Mm-hmm. Oh. She, well, her husband felt like she was not a good cooker, and so she was suing him because he would go to his mama's house and eat. What well, the man! So got to sued
4: eat. the hub. Yeah, I would
3: have yes. been perfectly fine with that yeah she broke out and started doing yoga in the middle of her testimony she and steve said what are you doing she said protecting her zen because (laughs) yeah what is your crazy ass
5: (laughs) doing what is all right listen if you have an issue with your face though
0: yes your your
5: face or anyone and you want Judge Steve to settle the matter. Apply at JudgeSteveHarveyCasting.com. Okay, that's all you have to do. JudgeSteveHarveyCasting.com. And Steve will see you in court. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
5: Well, singer and actress Selena Gomez says she has transformed her life simply by spending years off the internet. The 29 year old Selena was on Good Morning America earlier this week and talked about her decision to stay offline. Gomez said that her childhood stardom led her to the decision to step away from scrolling through social media and online surfing. Take a listen.
10: I have been on the internet in four and a half years. What does that do to detox your life? It has changed my life completely. I am happier. I am more present. I connect more with people. It makes me feel normal.
5: Wow. Uh, Selena Gomez is one of the most followed stars on Instagram. She has 309 million followers. Uh wow. She says she helped. It ain't yeah, but
4: 354 million in America.
5: Okay. Well, she has, Oof. you can see how many she has, over 300 Ooh. million. Yes. She says she helps create the content for her fans, but... um. Uh, she does not post it herself. So here's a question. Could you guys stay off social media for four and a half years, you think? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. No and problem. do you and do you miss it when you haven't been on for a day or two? No.
6: Nah. Nope. Uh-uh.
0: Nah. Nah. No. Yeah. I think sometimes you gotta step from, away we, away
3: from it, you know, and yeah. Monica too, and I were talking about that
2: on the phone the other day. You just got Mostly away from my decision, Carla, is I can't operate it, so
3: no, I don't miss it. <laughs> what do you mean, Junior?
2: I can't I can't tell you how to get it up on that line. I can't, I can't do none of that. I got a team all of man. people that do that. I don't do none of that. I don't answer DMs, none of that. I don't, I, I don't know how to do
8: none.
4: Yeah, I can't <laughs> do any of that. I think I'm looking forward to the day when I don't participate in it at all. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm slowly coming to that. Like, can I say something about these fashion posts?
5: I was just going to say, well, miss your fashions. if You You stop. know, yeah, I don't ahead. really,
4: you know, look, every time I get dressed, my stylist, you know, lays the stuff out and I put my stuff on mm-hmm. to wear. You know, I've been dressing for a long time. I just started taking pictures. But I take the pictures for him.
5: Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm.
4: You, know, you know how many times I've been getting dressed up without taking photos and showing you what I wear? I've been mm-hmm. doing that for years. I do it for him, and it really does help him where he's trying to go. He's, He's starting up. to be recognized. And yeah. so that, that standing there after I get dressed before I go out the door, taking the pictures for him. We get in more fights about that.
3: Because <laughs> you oh, don't want to do it all sweet. the
4: time.
0: Yeah. Oh,
4: girl, I can't tell you how many pictures we don't have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, because what, I, I don't that, like, be feeling if, that. What,
0: what's that well, combo you know, look,
4: like? I'll, I'll tell you what, we got in a big argument in Abu Dhabi. I got dressed, you know, running mm-hmm. late for a meeting. I got to go to this meeting. I get dressed. Walk into the door. Mr. Harvey, we need pictures. I said, I ain't got time for this, man. I got a meeting to go to. But Mr. Harvey, I need the pictures for this federation ads for the pictures or this online magazine ads for some fresh looks that no one's seen. Mr. Harvey, mm-hmm. you buy these clothes, you have these looks, let's take these pictures. I said, Ellie, I got to go to a meeting. I got a meeting, but Mr. Hart, we had to take the pictures. We ain't over here to take pictures. We over (laughs) here for meetings, man. Do you not understand, if I don't go take these meetings, a picture of who? (laughs) (laughs) See, the who I am ain't in these pictures. Mm -hmm. The only reason they want a picture now is because of who I am. If I wasn't who I was, you can skip me with these pictures, so... I, I'm, and I'm going to have him on the radio today to, to one day to talk about that. Because it's really wonderful for him and his career, and I really support it. And he's yeah, a very, a very talented young guy. He's a mm, great yeah, guy. Fire. Great fire. But fire. I, yeah.
0: I <laughs> can put my
4: clothes on and walk out the door like I've been doing all these other damn years.
0: <laughs>
2: before you came along.
4: Boy. Yeah.
2: I think I've think I'd had some on.
4: fire-ass outfits on before. you. just ain't taking yeah. no damn picture of them.
3: Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, that's why you got mm-hmm. the name Blue Cheese. You Would you say yeah, you've been dressing? Be huh?
0: dressing.
5: <laughs> you know, but she's been off so. for four and a half years, and uh, she said her life is much better. She, along with her mother, talking about Selena Gomez um, and businesswoman, another businesswoman, who started the mental, the Mental Fitness Company, Wondermind, to provide mental health resources for free online. So there you go. Coming up next, it is the nephew with the prank phone call. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's today's Strawberry Letter. The subject is he and his brother's baby mama. Mm. We'll get into that in just a few, but right now it is time for the nephew and the prank phone call. What you got, Neff? What you got? Well,
7: we just got through talking about uh, a young man who passed away. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. he's and he's, he's, he's deceased, and, uh, and his—I guess his—what uh, was it called? Was it was—it's not a funeral that was at the club. It was what? What was it? Pretty much. What do you I call that?
4: home-going a, celebration. A home-going,
5: a homegoing celebration.
4: celebration. It, it was a funeral. You just shocked by
7: what it looked like. It was a funeral. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> and they had his body propped up on stage right. at the club.
7: Right. Right. So this right here is Chopper's funeral. Chopper's funeral. Let's see if there's any type of resemblance. This right here is Chopper's funeral. Got dog. If you would,
11: hello.
7: Uh, yeah. I'm trying to reach uh James. James. James.
11: Yeah,
7: yeah. What's up? Hey, this this is uh Gerald. Um, uh, I I was a friend of uh uh your your friend Chopper. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And Chopper just uh passed away last week, right? Yeah, he did. Uh, I know they' supposed to have a funeral and stuff over at uh at Mount Baptist Church. And uh, I, I don't really know you, but me, me and me and Chopper and a bunch of the rest of us, man, we used to hang out at the club not too far from the house. You know, that's pretty much where yeah. Chopper was all the time at the mm-hmm. at the club. Anyway, what bunch of us was over at the club talking, man, and I was we was really wanting to reach out to one of the family members, you know, and then somebody said you was you know kind of a good friend of his. And when well, we 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 decided to call you and see if you didn't mind, do you think that you can talk to uh some of the family members and see if they don't mind having the funeral at the club? At the club? Well, well, see, what? I'm, let me let me try to explain something to you, uh, Jane. Is what we're trying to do is see. We believe well, that we believe.
11: Well, you, you said at the club.
7: Come on, the club, there's a funeral. What? I, that's what I, and I understand. it. But see, see, Chopper ain't really go to church a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? He ain't really really go long as I've been knowing him. Now, he loved the Lord and stuff like that. Yeah,
11: Player, but these are church-going folks. They yeah. want a
7: funeral. But I, I understand. But see, Chopper wasn't. Chopper wasn't. Chopper went to the club. So what I'm asking you is, let's have a funeral at the club.
11: Hell no, bro. Come on we can't have no d- funeral at no club man come on no no I okay can't, but but can't.
7: What, what i'm saying is though is that he wasn't really he wasn't really no church going person i believe that a person ought to be uh uh the uh, last words ought to be said over him in a place he's more familiar with you know what i'm saying
11: player player no i, I don't i don't know what you mean player no this, this gotta be a funeral this this is, this is church for. I go to church and all my folks go to church. Now we we, we got to do this thing up in church. This this is a church thing.
7: But you don't you don't feel. But do you understand where I'm coming from? No, that a man ought to gone on and, and the last words ought to be in a place he more familiar with. Now, if he went to church, then I understand that. You see No, what I'm saying? bruh, hell
11: no, no. See, this it, is a chance to, to get itself right. We don't we don't have him up in church in, in front of everybody. You know that don't make sense. Who's this again?
7: I mean, who are you? My name's Gerald. But,
11: but who is Gerald? I mean, how do you, how do you relate to this? Are you a preacher? Or are you? No, no. Nah, nah. What are you?
7: No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I was friends with Chopper, and see, I hung out at the club, and still hang out there with um, a whole bunch of you know was real good friends with Chopper, and we were saying that you know yeah. Chopper's the last words about Chopper are to be said at the club, cause see that's what Chopper was. But five, six days a week, that's what Chopper was. Yeah,
11: but. What church are you affiliated with? I mean, what, what, why the hell would I, 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 try to talk to the family, make me look stupid in front of the family, telling them to put the thing in a club? How the f- that gonna go off?
7: Well, well, see, see, that's what I'm saying. You know them way more than we do, cause yeah, see, but
11: they... you talking about trying to move from a damn funeral at a church to a damn nightclub or a strip club or something. No,
7: not no strip club, just a nightclub. Well, you,
11: it's the same thing, ain't it? I mean, you talking about having folks travel from across the country and meet in the damn club. What kind of that? But that's that? what now, Chopper how, was. That's what Chopper was. How the f- I'm going to look if I'm the one telling them to move this to the damn club? You're going to look like somebody that's trying to... I'm going to look like a f-
7: fool. No, you're not. You're going to look like somebody that's trying to keep it real. I man. Even come to the damn
11: funeral if I was do some like
7: that. Okay, okay, let me ask you this here then. Let me ask you this here. Oh, Jane, do you think do you think you can uh, maybe get the body and bring it over to the club? No, hell no. Well, I'm just saying before they even do the funeral or whatever. Oh, you, hell no. I ain't touching. i scared to walk in the dark by myself.
11: What the fuck am I touching the body for?
7: Hell no. We're just trying to say our last words and chop A chopper man in a place that chopper well, most. No, hell
11: no. Again, who the are you? I don't.
7: The- you get my number.
11: They, somebody at the club had your number, said you was but friend. Why the y'all call me, of all folk?
7: Because why the y'all call me? They say you good, you in with the family, you can I talk. I am in with the family, but I ain't in with the
11: family. make me look stupid. hell no. Won't y'all, I give y'all the number to the family. Y'all call the family. Y'all tell them that yourself. Man, I want,
7: I just want trying to get you to bring the body by, man, and let us. No, I ain't touching no
11: Dead body. We just want to have one last drink with Chopper, when man. You have one with your boys, and you you, you get together with him and, and y'all talk about Bottom, and and, and and let them know how Chopper was, what kind of person he was, what kind of person he but is But we need to, we want
7: Chopper to be there. This Chopper, this is Chopper you talking about, man. Y'all this, bring y'all
11: to the church. Y'all need to be up in the church. We want to have Chopper at the club. Well, we man, know. Come on, man. Y'all full of. Well, we y'all know. Y'all up and have my looking like a fool at a damn funeral but, but that's about chopper though and then i'm about chopper you bring chopper to that club y'all tripping man i ain't doing i'm just going to this funeral i'm going to tell the family what i think about chopper and i'm moving on if y'all want to act crazy in front of town y'all call the family y'all and do that
7: look i got one more thing i want to say i don't even know your what 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 this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. Oh, you,
11: you tripping. <laughs> what?
7: This nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, your boy told me to prank you. Man, y'all
11: full of. <laughs> I just know y'all ain't did this.
7: James, this is nephew Tommy, man. No, no, (laughs) no, no, player.
11: Oh, oh, man. I can't believe this. No, he didn't. I can't even believe he did that.
7: Hey, man, Uh I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is is the baddest radio show in the land?
11: The Steve Harvey Moaning Show. I don't know <laughs> what that was.
4: Oh, <laughs> I like, was uh, out. Yeah,
3: he, he <laughs> that
4: was a hang up when he wasn't really talking to you. <laughs>
6: this
0: blankety blank, oh, the blank okay. gonna
4: call this blankety blank phone with this mm-hmm. blank.
6: Oh, man,
4: my favorite thing when you told him to go and get the body and bring down there, he said, Man, I'm scared to walk in the dark by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I sure the <laughs> hell ain't going to get no damn body.
0: Uh-uh. <laughs> I
7: ain't, I ain't uh-uh. moving no
5: dead That's body, That's how most dog. people feel. Okay? That's what okay.
0: I'm saying,
7: Shirley. Facts. Uh, yes. I'm not doing it, no, uh no, no. What Well, look here. What? I am in Charlotte, North Carolina for five shows this weekend. We will all be alive in there while I am performing.
6: <laughs> 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 get, get,
7: get, get your tickets right now. And um, uh. At the Comedy Zone, the nephew coming to town in Charlotte, North Carolina. Two Friday, two Saturday, one Sunday. Few tickets left, but most of them gone. The nephew coming, I Appreciate y'all.
5: Here I come. Good to know you'll be alive up in the club, nephew. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. Coming up next, (laughs) the strawberry letter, the subject, he and his brother's baby mama. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's time for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to SteveHarveyFM.com by clicking Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? And you never know, your letter could be read live on the air, just like this one right here. And uh, you never know, it could be yours. How about that? Mm
7: -hmm. How about that? Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, Strawberry Letter.
5: Subject: He and his brother's baby mama. Dear Stephen Shirley, I was married for 11 years, and we had two daughters. The last three years of our marriage, he messed with his brother's baby mother, and uh, she got pregnant. His brother has two sons by this woman, and my husband is the godfather of both of his brother's sons. His brother left, left her after he caught her in bed with another man at their house. She started popping up at our house to talk to my husband, and I always assumed it was to talk about his brothers dumping her. Um, I invited her over for Thanksgiving in 2020, and she pulled my husband aside to talk to him, and I let them talk. She got very upset and was crying. Then she got rate and started pointing her finger forcibly, forcefully into my husband's head. He pulled her close to comfort her and I still did not get involved. This sort of thing happened four more times, and she was always very upset when she came to my house. I figured she must still be suffering from the breakup, so I stayed out of it. Then earlier this year, my husband got a letter from our our local child support office, and uh, I opened the letter, and it said he is the father of a baby girl, and it listed his brother's baby mama as the mother. I started snooping through. Yeah, I started snooping through um his drawers and I found DNA test results hidden in a cigar box in his junk drawer this woman mysteriously had a baby and I had no idea she was pregnant I sent a picture of the DNA results to my husband's brother and he responded that he's known about them for three years because he caught them in the act I felt so lost and stupid um their daughter is two years old and this woman wants my kids to meet their sister and she wants to clear the air with me should i forgive her and move on or keep ignoring her forever all right Forgive them for sure. Forgive her. Uh, not not for them, not for her, but because forgiveness is for you to be free to move on with your life. Uh, but anything else, all bets are off. Keep ignoring her forever. Alright? Uh, and, and don't you ever be that trusting to anyone again? You saw what was going on. You didn't think for a second that, you know, I, I mean I get that she was distraught over her brother, but her pointing her finger at his forehead and your husband. Been pulling her close to him all that's in your letter I, I can't believe you didn't suspect something uh, was going on between them with, with all the stuff they were doing I mean maybe because it was done in your face and not behind your back you didn't think that uh, they would be doing what they were doing I, I just don't know too many women including myself who would have allowed them to carry on like they were carrying on in front of you uh, so I'm going to need you to get mad you know Do something, uh, not just ask, keep ignoring her forever. You know, it's okay to forgive, but you shouldn't forget or clear the air with her like she wants to do if you choose not to, okay? Do what's best for you and and your children, your family, okay? Keep her out of it. She's trash at this point as far as I'm concerned, what she did to you and her husband. Steve?
4: The most confusing damn letter <laughs> of the year I don't know surely I can't make no sense of this I, I I've been trying to find the turning points but the whole letter is a turning point the lady was married for 11 years uh, with her husband they got two daughters but then the last three years of the marriage he messed with his brother's baby's mama and she got pregnant hmm His brother has two sons by this woman, and my husband is the godfather of both of his brother's sons. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If this is your brother and he got two children, what is you the godfather for? You the uncle. You the uncle. You the uncle. See, these this family love giving titles. Hmm. Now, his brother left her. He left the baby mama after he caught her in bed with another man at their house. Hmm. Who is these men that go over these other men's houses, man? I just don't <laughs> understand that. I don't know why more of these ain't winding up in deaths. She started popping <laughs> up at our house to talk to my husband. Hmm. And I always assumed it was to talk about his brother dumping her. But now let me say this, though. Could it be the way this letter is written when she said her brother left her after he caught her in bed with another man at their house? Could the other man have been his brother?
5: Well, Mm -hmm. no, I think that was an additional man, Steve, because lower in the letter, he said he's known about
0: her brother. Well, we'll
4: find out. I invited over for Thanksgiving in 2020. She pulled my husband to the side to talk to him, and I let him talk. She got upset and was crying, and she got irate and started pointing her finger forcefully into my husband's head you know how they be tapping on your head like what you uh, ain't ain't, ain't nobody finna do that that to me no you're
5: not gonna in
4: front of marjorie
5: (laughs) okay i don't know any woman alive not none what what is
4: she tapping tapping your whoa 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 so that's kind of crazy and i still didn't get get involved this sort of thing happened four more times And she was always upset when she came to my house. I figured she must still be suffering from the breakup, so I stayed out of it. How stupid are you?
5: Well, she said that she felt stupid. All
4: right, we're talking about when we come back.
5: (laughs) All right. (laughs) Part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject... He and his brother's baby mama. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Alright, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, he and his brother's baby mama.
4: Ah, oh, This ragged ass letter so confusing. <laughs> I'm sometimes
5: not the letter
4: it's the people. It, it, it's the letter. Shirley, it's the letter. We don't even know these damn people. That's me right here. This lady married to her husband. They got two kids. And then uh Late three years, the last three years of the marriage, he messed with his brother's baby's mama and she got pregnant. His brother got two sons by this woman, and my husband is the godfather to both his brother's sons. You, they uncle. You, they damn uncle. You, legally, everything. You, they uncle. You don't need no extra title. His brother left her because he caught her in bed with another man at their house. And then she started popping up at our house to talk to my husband. I always assumed it was to talk about his brother dumping her. I'm telling you, Shirley, I think mm, that the brother. man she he caught in bed with her is his brother. Because right after that, she kept coming to the house yeah. mad every time she come to the house right after that. Then they say I invited over to Thanksgiving 2020. She pulled my husband aside to talk to him. I let him talk. She got upset and was crying. Then she got irate and she started pointing her finger forcefully in my husband's head. Now, damn, because his brother found you in bed with another man, or because he found you in bed and the other man was his damn brother. And I've got starting up to starting to put it together for myself here now, Shirley. I didn't get involved. This sort of thing happened four more times, and she was always upset when she came to the house. I figured she must be still suffering from the breakup. So I stayed out, but she was suffering from the breakup because your husband was the cause of the breakup because he got caught in his brother's house in that bed. That's what I believe this letter is really all about. Then earlier this year, my husband got a letter from our local child support office. I opened the letter, and it said he was the father of a baby girl, and it was listed his brother's baby's mama... As the mother. I started mm. snooping through his drawers and I found DNA test result hidden in a cigar box. That's what really why is you putting this in a cigar box?
0: What why,
4: why, why, why you put this in a cigar box for? See now You're people like me your ass got in. tight. Now yeah. my ass tight because it's in a cigar box. Immediately <laughs> I go to myself. And how many cigar boxes I got. I can't think of what important I done put in the damn cigar box. (laughs) Not
0: about
5: you. Anyway, this woman
4: mysteriously had a baby, and I had no idea she was pregnant. Oh. I sent a picture of the DNA results to my husband's brother, and he responded that he's known about them for three years because he caught them in the act. It was his brother that he walked in and saw in the bed with his woman three years ago. She stayed away and had this baby, but every time she came Mm -hmm. over, she was mad at him. I felt so lost and stupid. They daughter two years old, this woman wants my kids to meet their sister. And she wants to clear the air with me. Should I forgive her and move on and keep ignoring her forever? Well, you can forgive her, but this is the most confusing mess. I really ain't got nothing for her no more helpful. Um, and my biggest thing right here is, I don't know, what is we finna call these kids? Because, see, now, even if they meet, God, children, niece, what is nephew. we finna call these kids right here? Mom, is these our cousins? Mm-mm. Mama, is these our brothers and sisters? No, they not. Uncle Daddy. Is they our aunts? No. No, baby, they not your aunts. Is these our cousins? (laughs) In-laws? No, they (laughs) not. What is they? Mama, is these our nephew in laws This this (laughs) our nephew in (laughs) laws Mama, what is we going to call these damn kids? Your husband (laughs) slept with his brother's baby mama. Wow. Okay. okay the brother wow. caught them. Mm-hmm. You found the DNA report, sent it to his brother to say, hey, on this DNA report, this listing my husband, who is your brother, as the daddy of your baby mama's
5: mm-hmm. baby. See, I he ain't
4: surprised because he know all about it. So what kind of I'm help confused. she
0: wants?
5: Confused. She." <laughs> She, I, I really thought it was two different men, but she says she felt so lost and stupid that yeah, she she should feel that yeah, way because I think she's it's just so ignoring now. what's going on in front of her eyes. Why are we here?
4: How, who do you trust in this story? Yeah, you can't, can't so trust you your brother-in-law.
5: Yeah, he held to the cold with his brother, and she's nobody considered- told you nothing. Right, and then she's she's considering forgiving this woman and moving or, and moving on, or what? or to keep ignoring her forever. That that's her issue. Not none of this but other Shirley, stuff. Well, Shirley, what you
4: said made sense. You could forgive her because forgiveness is for you, not yeah. the other person. But yeah, to forgive don't mean to forget.
5: For, right. You and don't have to set yourself ignored. back
4: up in the line of fire.
5: Just Why? because that's you forgave
4: big. somebody, yes, Tommy, I see your
7: Can't hand. Can't you forgive as you walking out the door with all your stuff? Can't you forgive and yes. get yes. in your car and
4: drive? Yes, she
5: can. <laughs> she can keep ignoring her forever. What yeah. I'm not
4: finna do is sit here and deal with this mess. Now the kids are gonna have to know each other eventually yeah. because that's all their right. daddy's baby.
5: All right, we gotta go. Please leave us your comment. You, a got, a brother. you the, got a little the, brother, God sister brother. somewhere slash cousin. <laughs> All right, look, uh, leave your comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram, Steve Harvey FM, and uh, check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Sports with Junior coming up next, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Junior and sports talk. What you got, Junior?
2: Uh, once again, congratulations to Kansas, as they are the national champions in men's basketball. Congratulations to South Carolina Gamecocks, your the women's at? champion. i sound so down, though. Hey, hey, man, hey, man, I don't like when my team loses, okay? I don't know how you be rooting for <laughs> other teams. I don't root for them. Okay? The Texans just lose said, all the time. You, you mean just spirit? I, I, yes, yeah. they hey. do. Yes, hey. they do. do I come in here and want to talk about it? No, I sure don't. <laughs> I don't know how you so, you just so, oof. All right, Coach K's replacement has been named. It will be his assistant, Coach John Shire. 34 years old. He played four years at Duke, 2006-2010. That's a tough job, man, to follow up a, a career like uh, Coach K. Uh, that's kind of like uh, the next replacement for Family Feud Go have hell. Yeah, I'm going to be real. There ain't going to be no damn Family Feud.
4: <laughs> I'm just going to keep it straight 100. You going
3: to end the series? <laughs> you
4: going to end the series? Oh, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> oh the one thing I've understood. Uh-huh. Yeah, I try to perform on my job. So yeah. when I ain't there, it ain't I'm no damn. more damn job. I know, that
9: mm-hmm. I know that's right. I'm,
4: I perform to make people miss me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm pretty sure. Have. I'm I'm pretty sure they thought about. Yeah, who could re replace them with? i I'm, I'm pretty sure they had.
2: Yeah, but mm-hmm. but but when you ain't there, it ain't gonna be no family feud. That's all we know.
4: It can be family feud, but it's gonna get back to what it was. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just the game. Oh, game show. boy,
4: listen to me. I'm yeah. not playing with you.
2: Yeah. It's like
4: I, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, this show right here. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can you going to have to rename this and everything. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It won't be the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Now, we can right. go on and take into consideration who would be the likely takeover nephew Tommy morning show. You know, you can yeah. start there.
0: Oh, me Lord. Careful. <laughs> <laughs> right, Careful, <laughs> yeah.
2: You hired uh, Tommy. Oh, you Lord. You <laughs> had a nerve.
0: <laughs> Carla say,
4: right. oh, Lord. Tommy, let me ask you a question, man. If you had the show, what would you do differently?
2: In sports, you want to know that? Uh, well, yeah, well, that's fair. Oh, I'm we sorry. About, we, no, we talked about all the sports. That's always I'm in sports sorry. news. Coach K's replaced. oh, <laughs> yeah. Tiger Woods probably going to play in the, in, in the Masters this weekend. Good oh, deal. That's good news. Let's get to that. I Tiger could play. Good. They say he looked good in his practice round. So, we good. we rooting for Tiger. Come on, man. Is anybody going to watch the Masters this weekend? Huh? You going to watch
7: it? If he, he playing, he's play
2: hell yeah. Tiger
4: I'm if watching
7: Because
2: if I'm he ain't it. playing, I can tell you we ain't watching.
4: I'm watching it if he don't. Everybody out there can play better than me. I be just trying to pick up anything.
5: Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, Jimmy, Anything. Coming up at the top of the hour, have you ever handwritten a love letter to someone? We'll tell you who did, and it might be a bit shocking right after this. Steve, your favorite rapper, Tupac Shakur's Love Life, is a source of endless fascination. We know that. And who would have thought that he wrote love letters to his high school sweetheart when he was just 17 years old? In a Southeast auction titled The Art and Influence of Hip Hop, Tupac's love letters to Cosima Inez uh, were auctioned off for thousands of dollars each. Cosima was a sophomore at his high school in California. This is after he moved from Baltimore. And in the letters, um, Pac revealed his deep love for her. All of the letters were signed at the end with thinking of you, eternally your friend, Tupac A. Shakur. Pac was a romantic at a very early age, okay? So here's a question for you guys. Did you ever write love letters to your high school sweetheart or to... Women, period. I mean, do you hell think they
7: yeah, hell, work oh yeah. now? Oh yeah,
4: you did. Hell yeah. How? How's, <laughs> I, what did you know say? I, was, a, I, I, been, I, I lived in segregation. We, you ain't wrote uh, no letter. They made you made stamps out and bought, licked them, trying to, in hopes that this girl would want me back. You?
5: Know what <laughs> what'd you Letters. say, though, Steve? Because I know I you dropped stuff off.
4: Now I mean, I'll tell you one of the deepest things I did was I was a. Uh, senior in our high school man i wanted this girl man so bad i wrote the lyrics to devotion by earth wind and fire on a poster board
0: mm-hmm.
4: rolled it up mm-hmm. put it in my i tucked my t shirt in my pants put it in the back of my t shirt like a like a bow and arrow case mm-hmm. and got on my bike and rode over to her house and rode them down the street till she came out on the porch mm-hmm. and just because i had no way of calling her you know so
0: uh-huh.
4: I rode them down wow. the street till she came out. I got off my bike and handed it to her. She unrolled it on the thing and read the whole uh, the whole lyrics to devotion.
5: Oh, did she cry or what did she Yeah, do? she
4: cried. Yeah. Wow. Then the father That's romantic, came out on though. the porch yeah. and put my yeah. ass off okay. the porch. Get your punk ass off this boat. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. uh black that that was in that
5: era. Yeah. This is before no, social, social black media. Black bastard. Yeah. Evil ass. <laughs> What about you, nephew? Blessing.
7: Love letters? Oh, definitely. High school sweetheart, wrote it. Walked to a locker. High school her...
4: sweetheart. Oh, love was so brand new. Well,
7: that's my grandmama to say my, my nose was wide open.
0: Wide. <laughs> oh, you were sprung. Uh-huh.
7: <laughs> if
0: you
4: ain't
7: had your nose wide open, you ain't lived. Mm. Come on, uh, man. Mm.
2: Mm. Junior? No. we. I'm three generations from... I'm, Three for that, two for John. We over here texting. I, I made, <laughs> hell, I made cassette tapes. That's what I had. You had gotta make a tape. I had, I had that, I had to listen to Quiet Store, press play and pause. Put you record the song, then you uh-huh. pause it. Dog, that's what I had to do. Love letters. We had technology by this time. Nah. A little bit of it. We yes, just had a little bit of it.
7: Yes, we was man. pen and paper, boy.
4: Yeah,
2: y'all were pen and in
4: it. Man. Pen and pay, d- d- damn near Pony Express with my bike.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not Pony Express.
4: Hell yeah, delivered yeah. my damn self. I could yeah. wait on no three days. And you know, in mail it took three days, even locally. Three yeah. days mm-hmm. to get to somebody's house, locally. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You had to write mm-hmm. a letter, man. I ain't got no time for this here. I got to ride this over there.
6: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. So I had Pony Express. Me and that bike, boy, whew. Man, I had I wrote I wrote a girl a, a letter one time and I, and I you know I just wanted her to like me. I drove it over a house and put it in the uh, uh, mailbox. And I'm riding up the street and then I come back down the hill just to see, and uh, she w- had reached out there and pulled the uh, let out the mailbox, didn't even open it and just tore it in half.
5: Man, that broke my heart, man. I know that was heartbreaking. Oh, that broke No, seriously. Yeah, hell yeah. I had to
4: write it on there. You know, okay. Oh,
5: okay. You know, got to put it
4: it in the mailbox, gotta make sure her mama and daddy don't get it.
5: Uh
4: huh. Have my name on it and everything. She as soon as I came back down the hill, I said, Man, she reaching in the mailbox to get it. She pulled it out the mailbox and tore it in half.
7: That's
4: broke my heart. All
5: right. Look oh, at you, Thank Thanks, your guys, nodo. for sharing. We didn't. Who knew you guys were so romantic? Coming up at twenty minutes after the hour. If you hate your facial features, selfies may be the blame. Woo! We'll get into that right after this.
6: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All
5: right. So, if you're feeling down about your looks, uh, maybe you need to take a break from taking selfies. A new study from the American Society of Plastic Surgeons found that selfies distort, distort sizes and perceptions of our facial features. No matter yep. how well you pose or angle on your phone, selfies yep. can make anyone's nose look bigger than it really Girl, is. Girl, tell and me about and There's a direct correlation with the fact that the number
6: of
7: he dives in <laughs> first himself. every time. Yeah, yeah. He did- oh, yeah. he-
4: now, what happened? What happened, Steve? Tell you us already about know. it. No, you don't see look at my all my Instagram, you don't see no selfies. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, I don't care how I hold this camera, this damn oh. nose. Looked like the rooftop of a stadium. I don't give a <laughs> damn. I, what? I, it it looked like the Mercedes Stadium. It looked like the AT and T Stadium in Dallas. It looked like the Met Life. Boy, whew, good luck. Take Lord. a selfie right now, Steve. <laughs>
3: Hold your phone up. I ain't gonna
4: lie to you. Let me see. I ain't gonna lie to you. It don't, I it can't do it. Okay, well look let's at talk it, look
5: to at cute
7: nephew. God, yo, he actually Dude, doing let's it?
5: Doing it right now. Let's talk to you, cute nephew, Steve.
7: Oh, I'm sexy Ooh. as hell when I take mine.
3: Let me see your selfie pose. Oh,
7: girl, I'd be like this him. Yeah. Look at him. me look on the phone. Like
0: what? Look
3: at this guy.
1: <laughs>
7: I, I, I shoot right. it down so I look tall. I shoot it down oh. like this. Oh. <laughs>
5: coming up just got your selfie Steve coming up at 33 minutes after the hour we'll do a round of would you rather right after this
6: you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show
5: it is time now to play a round of would you rather would you rather guys would you rather star as James Bond or Michael Corleone James Bond or Michael Corleone
7: Corleone
5: what? How yeah.
7: the Godfather? Well, yeah, yeah.
3: yo hot head, you more like somebody? Ain't nobody anywhere. following you. Yeah. I He's believe,
4: yeah, dog, a, and you and ain't gonna have no damn followed. game,
7: and everybody gonna kiss you about my hand.
4: Head of all the families? <laughs> I believe,
2: uh-huh. boss baby. Uh-huh.
4: You? Uh-huh. Oh, oh, hold on. Yes. Yeah, you like Junior said, you could be boss baby. <laughs> <laughs> <You ain't gonna laughs> something I'm
0: like, like baby. that, but
4: you ain't finna be him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sonny the brother. You remember Sunny? Yeah, Sunny, yeah. <laughs> Sonny was the hothead head. Sunny was called of the
5: family of the Corleones. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody James Bond? Ah, I'll go with Bond. Cuz you know there's talk they might put a brother in that role. Yeah. Come on, reggae Jones. Yeah, no, I ain't, I ain't got Bond.
4: What? I ain't You're got a bond body no more. I can't run. I can't be able to do it. I ain't going <laughs> to be able to do none of the stunts. What kind of bond would
7: you
2: be? <laughs> I'm
4: not finna hang on the edge of no helicopter blade. I ain't going to do none Cause
7: cause of Because that, that opening scene is 10 <laughs>
2: minutes long
6: nothing
7: but action.
4: Damn. Man, this hard to go. Get you can No, this hard to go. Yeah, huh?
2: You can rock that wardrobe bond. That's all.
5: That's get a hard. stunt double. Get a stunt double, Steve. Get a stunt double. You okay. could be bond, James shaking, bond, All
4: right. What else sharing. you got, Shirley? All
5: right. <laughs> You're done with that one. Yeah. All right. Would you rather all your text messages get leaked, all your text messages get leaked, or all of your photos get leaked?
4: B. Oh God.
5: So uh. you want all your pictures to get yeah, leaked, you not leak your picture, text messages?
4: Yeah. yeah, I ain't got no pictures. Yeah. B.
5: Yeah. Oh, okay, uh, yeah.
2: Junior. Yeah, B. I can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't got no see no what I said to somebody?
4: No, no. The stuff Uh-oh. I've said it cost you Mm-mm. a career.
2: Yeah. Okay.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your Dang, whole what career you said? is canceled. It's canceled. what if you <laughs> Tommy?
7: <laughs> I'm with them.
5: Oh okay, no on one. Yeah. All right, let's keep with the phone theme here. Would you rather your phone ringer make porn sounds? Or belching sound. Belch. Uh uh-uh. uh. What
4: is porn, porn. sound?
2: With the porn. Huh? Porn.
4: What is porn sounds <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah, Shirley, make some porn sound.
5: <laughs> okay.
3: <Yeah. laughs> Moaning and groaning and all. You that. know, <laughs> just
5: yeah. ooh ah, you know, all yeah. that stuff. You know. Yeah.
0: Ooh. Yeah. And that's no, coming from
5: my phone. Yeah. 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 yeah that's yeah, your yeah.
3: ringer. That's your ringer. Mm.
5: Yeah. Would that's you rather? Ring belching or porn sounds
7: belch loud
5: as you can all right we'll do our last break of the day coming up at 49 minutes after the hour and of course we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only steve harvey right after this you're listening to the steve harvey morning
6: show
5: All right, guys, here we are. This is Wednesday Hump Day. It's been a good yeah. day, huh? Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Have some fun Mid today. Week? Yes, yes, uh-huh. if,
7: if we get the hump today, it's going to be even better. Did I just, just yeah, say anything to come to your mind. Yeah. Do
3: you run yes. it through a filter? Once
7: no. you get past 50, say what you want to say.
3: That's
7: the age. <laughs> Let me tell
4: you right now, <laughs> that ain't true.
5: Why you say that, Steve? Because the
4: consequences is more dire. The older you get, the more dire the consequences. Yeah, that's one of the things I've really tried to teach my children. I said, look, man, I ain't going to have to keep giving you these punishments and spanking. I said, because life's going to take over in a minute. Oh, Dad, what you mean by that? I said, because the older you get, your decisions you make, the consequences are more dire the older you get.
3: Yeah.
4: Everything is at stake.
3: I saw a T-shirt, Steve, that said, "The dumbest thing I ever did. Growing up was the dumbest thing I ever did." Man, (laughs) man, (laughs) facts.
5: And and when you're little, that's all you want to do is grow up. Yeah, man. Rushing, not in a hurry, not,
4: not realizing that growing up comes with everything that that is being a grown up. The sad part of it is is when you rush the process. Mm,
5: yeah, yeah, and you're an adult way longer than you're a kid. Way man. longer. I gotta and, get out of my mama's house now.
2: You know,
5: all that. You, <laughs>
4: man, and you be sitting up doing stuff as a younger person because you you think you ready for it now. Oh, no, you're not. No, sir. Oh, no, you're not because you don't have the life experience to deal with decisions. You, I want a baby now. Okay, yeah, you might Ooh. want the baby now. But I'm not sure you going to want all that come with the baby.
0: Yeah. yeah. if
4: you end up with the baby, you going to find out quickly. Because them requirements of that baby, they they, they not they don't lessen. No. Yeah. They do yeah. not lessen. They come full package ready out the door. Yep. Uh-huh. I need everything. The
3: responsibility <laughs> I, I, of the human being. Yeah.
7: yeah. I remember in school, I remember in school they made us carry a raw egg around. For a whole day. Oh man! This, this, you know what I'm saying. This is symbolic of being a baby and seeing if you can take care of it. I dropped that egg so many damn times.
1: (laughs) Left
7: it. I, I I am not ready for that. (laughs) Left it. Left it in my locker.
1: You know.
5: (laughs) You made eggs. You abandoned the baby. (laughs) You ate the baby. Neglected
0: the baby. All of that, right? <laughs> well,
5: in your defense, you're a great dad, Tommy, right now. Oh, you my are. God.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, right. you are. Yeah. Dang, I'm a great boy.
5: dad right
4: now, Haven't uh-huh. always been a great dad, because I went through the process differently, uh-huh. you know, and I, I had to grow into this man that I am. And that's why I talk to men all the time about, look, man, You just got to go on and throw yourself into this thing called fatherhood head first. And you got to get about the business because if you don't take on the responsibility of being a father, ain't a lot of good finna come your way, man. It's just not a lot of good. And I want to encourage men out there today. If you have made a child, get active in your child's life. I know it's challenging. I know you may, may not be where you want to be, but it has nothing to do with your abilities to be a father. Your ability to be a father encompasses things that don't cost you money. Time, guidance, and love. Time, guidance, and love. That's your responsibility. You don't have to have money to do that. Get over there and see them kids. Spend some time with them. Tell them what you've learned. Share the mistakes you've made. Let them know if you could do it differently than you would have. But now that I'm here, let me just start from where I am right now. I've had to have these conversations. And so as fathers, I'm encouraging all men today to step up to the plate. Hey, man, I'm sorry. I I have no other way I can put it. Be a man. Mm -hmm. Step up to the plate. Forge your way through these attitudes with these baby mamas and all this here. Get, you, you got to get past that. Now, the women out there that's using the children as pawns, you wrong like two left shoes. And because a man ain't paid child support, you should not stop him from seeing his child because he ain't he behind on child support. That punishment you're issuing to him is costing your child even more dearly. And quit trying to be the issuer of punishment. It ain't your job. God got this thing all taken care of. And I'm telling you right now, as a man, you've got to step up to the plate and take care of your responsibility. It's yours. And yours, your responsibility is not going to lessen. God don't let us off the hook from being fathers. He don't. Okay, well, you didn't get it right. Get it right. Or you was going through a bad time. So you ain't the only one. Get over there and be a man. Get a presence in your child's life. If you got to start with the woman, start with the woman. Look, I'm sorry. I know I'm behind on these child support payments. I just ain't got it. But man, I would love to see my son. I would love to see my daughter. I would love to be active in their life. Just let me take them to school sometime. Let me pick them up. Man, let me take them to the park. Can I keep them overnight? You know, can I stay there? Can I sleep in the other room, something? But man, it's time for me to do my duty. Be a man. Get over there and get yourself active in these children's lives. And mothers, stop blocking these men from having access to their children over a child support check or the fact that you don't like him. You're hurting your child. Those are my closing remarks today. I should have started this earlier because I got so much more to say. Part two tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> talk to God today. He'd love to hear from you. Part
0: two tomorrow. <laughs>
1: Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.
0: work.